Now, the latest news on Tasmanian racing. Turk Warrior kicked out by two and a half, three, now four. What an exciting youngster he is. Turk Warrior goes down to win brilliantly. Mystic Journey over the top takes the lead. She is one for him, Mystic Journey's won the All-Star by an elected reporter. Here's the inevitable flashing down the outside. Oh, the little champ's going to do them. First accused hit the front, but on the outside, the inevitable. Dash past and won brilliantly. Oh, yeah, how good is he? It's time for Tassie Time. Yes, Tassie Time presented by Ladbrokes Summer Racing Festival. It's on right across Tasmania, right across the summer. Racing on centre stage, the festival of all things racing in Tasmania. And all the info is at summerracingfestival.com.au and it's been... A big few days, a big week in Tassie as the summer festival well and truly heats up. We're looking forward to uh, the Guineas meeting on Friday and we'll see Dunkel down there. And last Sunday we had some red hot racing, the Thousand Guineas. We also had the Elwick Stakes, the Lady Lynette and the Summer Cup. But needs sugar with 150 to go has raced away by about three lengths. Good battle for the miners. Thespian Waters runs on, but it's needs sugar. It's been unlucky in its first few runs. It breaks the duck in the Elwick Stakes. Pink Beauty holding on with 100 to go. Justin Needs is getting to it with every bound. Pink Beauty a half length in front, a neck in front. Pink Beauty and Justin Needs got there right on the peg. Justin Needs. Justin Needs has got up to score here in a photo. Swoop Dog with 100 to go is a length and a half in front. I'm so cool kicking back hard the inside but a swoop dog another cup long for Devonport now the summer cup for swoop dog rising light I reckon second I'm so cool yeah it was a great meeting on Sunday and as I welcome in uh, Tasmania's one and only Peter Staples uh, the the swoop dog is well and truly Tassie's cup king how are you Pete oh I'm good thanks Michael Ed, you got it in one mate um, you know he is the cup's king he won the Longford cup then went on to win the Devonport cup 10 days later and now he's uh, grabbed the summer cup and boy um, he's he's gone to another level. This horse, you know, we Johnny Black has had a you know a good opinion of him. He was our three-year-old of the year two seasons back, and um, he had a bit of a lean four-year-old season. I just think John think I admitted that he wasn't sure which which road to take with him, whether it's wait for age or you know try to stretch him out to a trip. But anyway, he um, he took him to Flemington and he ran a, a really a bowler of a race at the end of his prep. And he came back and he gave him a really good break. And it's just done him the world of good. Just, uh, he's a very good horse. Yeah, he's won almost 400000 in prize money now. And it'll get harder uh, as the bigger races, such as the Hobart and Launceston Cups, approach. But could he be a, a, a real contender to beat some of the mainlanders? Oh, absolutely. He's, well, he, he went third in the derby as a three-year-old. Um, and... Uh, Oh, just the, the horse. Oh, I keep forgetting the name of the horse. Giran Mar and David Eustace had that went and won everything um, after that. Won two more derbies. Explosive Jack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and um, he, uh, so, you know, it was no mean effort. And he didn't finish too far behind him. And um, I just think the, the way that he's come on this time in, um, yeah, I, I think everyone should be a bit, you know, worried because they're not going to bring their A-graders here for the Cubs. And um, I'd be, you know, they'll probably they'll come because uh, it's a three hundred thousand dollar race, or both of them are the Hobart and Lonnie Cups. But you know, I think Swoop Dog's certainly going to be a major player. Ah, uh, well, he's got the form on the board, doesn't he? And uh, looking forward to seeing how the locals fare because there were a few really good performances on Sunday, and 
I know the um, Imogen Miller's always had some good horses, but uh, Justin Eads was a good win in the Thousand Guineas, wasn't it? Oh, you, you absolutely. And I, I, I thought she was a terrific winner when she won at, uh, at a previous start. Um, just blew them away, and I thought, gee, she's going to love 1600, and she did. But I think she's going to even love it further. So I think she definitely proved that she's a genuine Oaks contender. Um, and I'm pretty sure they'll just take the strut stakes on Derby Day through to the Oaks on the 19th, and uh, that's the way they'll go with her. Quick beauty, I don't know whether they'll stretch her out to 21, um, but she was very, very game, but I think 16's as far as she wants. Jaguar Stone ran third. I just don't know whether she's gets the trip or you know whether he has a throw at the stumps to see if she can in a, in a strut stakes. Uh, unique Glow, I think, and Paddy Knights, both in the John Blacker stable. I reckon they'll get a trip. Um, I don't think so about flying to Paris, and the others that were in it were outsiders and finished 11 and 14 lengths, respectively, behind the, the winner, Starcadia and Panandi. So, but just the need, she, she's a genuine Oaks prospect. Tell me about this feeling needs Sugar, who blew them away in the two-year-old uh, listed race, and... Prior to that, it had been getting beaten uh, by the favourites. So, did you see that turnaround on Sunday? Yeah, I, it was it was predictable because she was really tough and strong over the shorter trips. Um, she chased home Thoris of Myrrh, um in the Alexandra Plate and was beaten a, a, a neck, and Thoris of Myrrh seemed to try and throw it away because he shied at something close to the line and. Um, which sort of made everyone think about, oh, Thoris and Marion almost threw it away. They concentrated on what he didn't do correctly, the more so than what Need Sugar did correctly, but just wanted a bit more ground. So she ran over 1,100 metres, and uh, um, and she got up and beat um, Thespian Waters, which was having its first start. But she was very impressive. If she pulls up okay, and I believe she has, then she'll go to the Gold Sovereign on the, on the, uh, the 5th of Feb. Uh, the $150,000 race, and that'll certainly make sure that she's uh, two-year-old of the year. But she's very well-bred. She's by needs further, obviously, Mystic Journey sire, out of Galeo Cerdo. And she was a mare that was, you know, you couldn't hold her back. She just knew one thing, fast, let me go. And this one is a little bit more reserved in the way that she uh, she tackles her racing. And But she's very much like Galeo Cerdo. And uh, I think if 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 she produces what Galio Cerdo does and goes on to get more ground, I think he's going to have a lot of fun with this one. The focus now turns to Friday night. We haven't got the final fields out as yet, but uh, looking forward to seeing Dunkel, as I'm sure all the Tassie locals are in the Launceston Guineas. Uh, I'm not sure if if Soul Choice is going to uh, run there or not, but yep. uh, if it does, so they'll meet again. And yep. then... They'll be taking on the locals who are going to knock into two pretty tough three-year-olds. Well, I can tell you that Dunkel and Soul Choice both coming, and so is Richard and Chantel Jolly's um, I Know What You're Doing. Um, so uh, Soul Choice will be staying at Gary White's stables, and she's expected to arrive tomorrow, and Dunkel um, is coming across on the same uh, same shipment, and uh, he'll be staying at Adam Trinder's at Sprayton. And I spoke to Patrick Payne, and he's um, obviously very confident about the chances of Dunkel. But Soul Choice, you know, it took a lot for Dunkel to run him, run her down. Um, so Soul Choice will come for this race, and then she'll come for the 
Oh, she'd probably run in the Derby. She could run in the Derby, then she could run in the Oaks instead of going to the Strut Stakes on that day or in the Strut Stakes for Phillies um, over 21 and uh, then go to the Oaks. But, uh, yeah, she's got uh, three races in mind for sole choice and she's a pretty smart filly. Um, don't know much about I Know What You're Doing. It's been doing its uh, all of its work in South Australia. It ran second uh, in a benchmark 60 um, last start at Morpherville and then it won a maiden uh, over 1,600 at the start prior. So it's yet to be tested beyond 1,600. So, um, And it's down in the ratings. Um, but you'd think that, uh, you know, those two will, will just fight it out. There's only six accepted for the race. I just can't tell you all the names of those that are accepted, but I do know that uh, the ones I told you, Dunkel, Sole Choice, and I know what you're doing, they're definitely coming. Gee, it's a good Ladbroke Stakes. That's probably, other than Dunkel, who, who's going to dominate, uh, I think from a, a betting point of view, the Ladbroke Stakes is the feature because you've got the likes of Turk Warrior uh, taking on Rebel Factor, Bello Bow, um, even... Uh, is Lalo Pluck going to be running in it or not? Uh, well, we're not sure whether Lalo Pluck's in, but there is 12 of the 13 have accepted. That's all I can tell you. But I do know that Bello Bow is one of them. So the three-year-old gets in carrying 55 kilos um, with the weight for age scale. And um, I know that the plans are to take Bello Bow over to the, the CSAs and then on to the Australian Guineas, hopefully. Um, so, um, yeah. Bellow Bow is uh, in the race, so that's going to be uh, add a little another dimension to the race. And like Turk Warrior won the carpet charge; he was brilliant over the uh, thousand and nine metres. Um, second over is a new market winner. Uh, Rebel Factor could be anything. Uh, it, it's a, it's an absolute cracker. I, I just think this is these sprint races. The arrival of the carpet charge has reinvigorated sprint racing in Tassie, and. Uh, planned perfectly on the 10th of January so that it steps into this one. And at Launceston Cup Day, there's the Royal Rambo. And um, and I think that's a, another terrific race. We'll get a good field in that as well. Most of these will probably run in it. So, um, yeah, I can, I can hardly wait for Friday night. Well, you've been in ripping form uh, in recent weeks. I know we haven't got the finals out publicly as yet, but have you got any early horses to follow on Friday night? Oh, look, I, I just think um, I've, I've, I've done Cal the way that he won uh, that race at Plymouth and I just think he's, he's he could be a little bit special even Patrick Payne said he's probably special um, but um, you can't take anything away from uh, from sole choice I think she's a good filly and uh, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian will have her absolutely spot on she's uh, staying in a, a lovely stable and she'll get all the best of treatment there um, they might even go to the beach with her uh, just to give her, you know, something special. Um, I would think Dunkel's sole choice, um, they stand out, just the Quinella and the Launceston Guineas. But it's a, um, it's going to be a field of six. It's probably not going to be a real betting race. Um, um, I would think without seeing the acceptances, uh, there's a horse that I've been following for a while, and that's Zulu Angel at one last start. And I'm pretty sure it'll go around the maiden class one um, over 1600 on Friday night, and that's the one that I'd be uh, I'd be having something on Zulu Angel. I think he's got a future. Zulu Angel, we'll put that down for Friday night. Uh, good on you, Pete. Look forward to catching up again next week. Look forward to it, Michael.
Pete Staples there for Tassie Time, presented by Ladbroke Summer Racing Festival. It's on. Big races in fantastic places. Three codes, terrific events, one big Tasmanian celebration. To find out more, go to summerracingfestival.com.au.